Welcome back to Eclectic Soul Podcast. I am Jen. This is... Jen! Jen's got the helm this week. (laughs) Which is scary. (laughs) (laughs) And she is going to be talking about friendship. Yes. And so I just cued us all in and then I'm going to sit here and drink my herbal tea. I'm having Moroccan mint. What are you having, Jen? I am having white tea. White tea. And I'm going to let Jen do all the talking, and I'm just going to chime in every now and then because I don't know where this is going because we never talk to each other about what we're doing. (laughs) So we just know, oh, well, this is a topic I picked, or what topic are we going to do? And then one person chooses that, you know, to do the research for that topic, and then they're the ones that normally choreograph. Choreograph. Well, basically (laughs) the episode based on their findings and then the other person just chimes in so today I get to chime in and today she gets to lead (laughs) so the floor is all yours hello everybody (laughs) I am very tired (laughs) so today's topic is on friendship and the reason why I picked this is because we have been talking about a lot of deep and interesting topics over the last month or so. Mm. And this kind of, I think, ties in to a lot of things that we've been talking about. Because the word friendship has different meanings for different people. But essentially, it is... You can define it as a relationship. It is a form of relationship. It is a relationship. And depending upon what it means to you, it could be a variety of different types of relationships. Mm -hmm. So I thought it would be very interesting to talk about it because when we're talking about all of those other topics that we have, we've gone over, they all have to do with relationships of all sorts. This is true. So when talking about friendships, there's one person that comes to mind when you do research and that is Aristotle. And that might be surprising because if you don't, if you've never done research on friendship or not something that you would necessarily study at school, you wouldn't know that um, a philosopher would have anything to do with friendship whatsoever. But actually, his name comes up quite a lot when talking about friendship. And he actually defined two types of friendship umbrellas or categories. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is called Friends of Utility. You can also call this, um, another name for this would be an accidental friendship. So Friends of Utility would fall under this, and also Friends of Pleasure fall under this. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about these. Mm-hmm. The other umbrella of friendship is called the friend, basically the friendship of the good. Mm. And this would be friends of virtue. Mm-hmm. What's fascinating to me about friendship, though, is mm-hmm. that no matter who you go to, whether whatever site you go to, whatever, um, you know, scientist or just anybody, a writer or anything, mm-hmm. they always go back to Aristotle. So there's really not a lot of... Um, new 
<laughs> ideas necessarily in this topic. Mm -hmm. So pretty much everyone builds off of the things that he's already said already. Wasn't he even in one of the heroes that Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure went back? <laughs> yeah. Or was it Socrates? Oh, you know, yeah. It was, yeah, Socrates. Yeah, it was Socrates. Yeah. But it, that's what it makes me think of, you know. If there's something that is profound in a way that is not in an in an educational situation mm -hmm. like in a university or in a, a primary or secondary school but it's profound in life mm -hmm. some people don't care for philosophy some right. people don't want to listen to what because it is someone's thought it's abstract yeah mm -hmm. and, and it's, some people like very concrete right things that they can mm -hmm. see and yeah. I don't know. I'm. I guess it's because I'm weird. <laughs> no, because I'm the same way. Yeah, but I, he's just philosophers in general yeah. are very, uh, to me, I think, dynamic, interesting, intricate, profound, studious. But yet, they're trying to understand things in a deeper way. Right. They're very deep in thought. And it, everything is very meaningful to them. Mm -hmm. So you have accidental friendships. Mm -hmm. And you have the friendships of the good. Right. And then you have those things that are underneath them. So starting with the accidental ones. So the first one I mentioned was friendships of utility. And what this means is that there are certain people in your life that you will meet in certain periods of time. Meaning these mm -hmm. are not like necessarily lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. These are people that you meet because they, they provide a service, or you provide a service for them. Uh, and this is not saying this is bad or good. This is just, this is an observation. There are people that come into your life, and you are doing something for them, and they're doing something for you. And the fr entire friendship is based off of whatever it is that you are providing for that person. And, and I agree with that, because a good saying for that is that People come into our lives for a reason. Sometimes it could be a day, a week, a month, a year, a lifetime. Mm -hmm. They come and they go. Mm -hmm. It's the journey, mm -hmm. the time that you have with them, and what you share and what you learn, that is where the value is held. Right. So, and they also say that the older you get, the more uh, friends of utility you actually have, because when you're younger, you actually have the other one, which is friends of pleasure. So this is basically hmm. friendships where you just you don't get really there's not really anything necessarily deep. It's just you're having a good time, whatever that might be. It could be your drinking buddy. It could be that you share one similar interest. Like, you love mountain biking, so you're going to just mountain bike together. So it's anything anything that you do that gives you pleasure. It could even be sex. Like, it could just be, like, friends with benefits. <laughs> Which you can kind of say it's kind of like utility, yeah. but it's not... They're saying that if you get pleasure out of it, it's not a service that's being performed. Right. So there's a difference. But when you're younger, you have more friends of pleasure. As you get older, you have more friends of utility. It doesn't mean that you can't have both. Right. It's just saying in general, you're, it, 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 it te you tend to have more friends of pleasure when you're younger than you do when you're older. That's kind of hilarious. <laughs> Why? But, well, one, I, being an introvert, I don't normally, and I never really had a lot of friends. My friends, when I was younger, my friends were older than me. Mm-hmm. 
um, the older I get, my friends are younger than me. <laughs> I have the opposite. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I don't, I, I, being my age now, because I'm, even though I am my age, I'm still, I'm an old soul, but yet I'm very um, youthful in a sense. Like, I like to game. Mm-hmm. I, I like to hang out. I like to um, watch certain dramas and stuff like that. And I like the music and I like arts. So I like to hang around people who either mm-hmm. are into music and right, arts right. or, you know, maybe someone has a performance or I have a performance, but I feel comfortable with people younger than me nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom is like, you need to date someone. And why the hell would I want to date someone older than me who's boring, mm-hmm. who doesn't like the same things as right. I do, doesn't think the same way I think. I don't have time for stuffy, boring people. I just don't. <laughs> uh-huh. And, you know, and that's just my thought process. Right. But now thinking about what you just said, uh-huh. I, I, I'm ashamed to admit it, but yes, <laughs> I have had one or two friends with benefits when I was younger. Right. And a, yeah, a lot of people uh, over eighteen, mm-hmm. but under twenty six. So yeah, yeah. And again, it's not just that. It's, right. it's like no. anything that get, any friendship that's ba- based on just whatever make, brings you happiness or pleasure, right? right? So it. Yeah. But and we haven't gotten to the the right. other the one goods. yet, right? Right. But what that means is is that that friendship is only existing because of those things. So whether it's right. utility or whether it's pleasure, if that goes away for some reason, the then friendship will be will go right. away. Right. So it's not a lifetime friendship. It doesn't it's... mean that you will never say anything to that person again, right. Right. but you're not going to have the relationship that you had. No. Be friends that you don't realize are that when you're in it. So, for example, it doesn't mean that you can't have deep conversations with these people. It just means that... You'll the test of that friendship will be whether what happens when whatever connected you is gone, right? right. So it could actually be somebody like when you're actually having the friendship, mm-hmm. um, it could be somebody that you think actually is a friend, is, is a deeper friend. You share things, but because um, whatever's tying you to that person mm-hmm. isn't there anymore, it will go away. I don't think I've ever experienced that though, ever. I think I knew who my my acquaintances were, and I knew who my friends were, and I knew who my best friends were. Well, and a lot of that's self-awareness, too. Right, and I categorize mm-hmm. my friends. I know, right, right, right. so... Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, personally, I would probably be more like you, where I would be like, okay, you know, I'm not really sure if this is really going to be somebody I'm going to know, you know, 15 years from now. Right. Or something like that, so... Okay, so moving on to the other umbrella. The goods. The friendship we got of the goods. Friendship <laughs> of the good is basically um, a friendship of virtue. Mm-hmm. Um, and what this is, is basically a friendship that is an accidental friendship. So it's somebody that you have a utility friendship and a pleasure friendship and a deep friendship. Um, so basically, they in order for you to have a friendship of the good... They say that you have to have gone through some sort of traumatic event with this person, or they have to have seen you at your worst. Hmm. Doesn't mean that necessarily, like, 
um, it, like for example, like your friend could have gone through a traumatic event, but if you were there going with go there for them, that would count. Even though the traumatic event wasn't happening to you, let's say. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like you're you're ha- you're going through something that's very dark or something that's very hurtful or mm-hmm. meaningful together. Um, you also need to have empathy, and I included this in here because we do, we were talking about sociopaths mm-hmm. and psychopaths mm-hmm. in the past, and this basically means that if you don't have empathy, they, they're absolutely 100% incapable of having this kind of friendship. Exactly. They can have a friendship of the other. Right. A because friendship it's... of utility and a friendship of pleasure. Because... But they can't have a friendship, an actual fr- true right. friendship. Right. Which is kind of weird, but <laughs> understanding... But to really not even have one true friend is, to me, that's kind of scary because I think we all need at least one person that we can rely on, that we could talk to. You know, we don't have to tell everyone our darkest secrets, but we still need someone that we can convey in and confide in that, mm-hmm. you know, what we may not be able to tell others. So how do you tell if somebody is basically a true friend or, as Aristotle put it, a friendship of the good? Okay. Um, And I listed a couple of ways. So flaws. Everybody has flaws. Nope, I'm perfect. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So flaws are natural. Mm -hmm. Abuse is not. This is true. Um, And you have to basically just be able to distinguish when something is a flaw and when something is abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, a flaw basically means that it, it, obviously it's a negative thing, right? But it's not ever going to be directed towards you or to another, basically to another person. Right. Okay. It's going to be just kind of either maybe directed towards them personally, or it's going to be directed just kind of out to no one in particular. Right. That's a flaw. Abuse is going to be directed outwardly to somebody specific. So if somebody, if you feel like you're being targeted constantly by somebody in whatever shape or form, that is a form of abuse. Obviously, this could be verbal, it could be emotional, physical, obviously. Mental. Anything mental, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're authentic. So you're not going to catch this person, you know, acting one way to somebody, and then you're noticing that they're not being true to themselves, Right. So there's, there's going to be some authenticity there. This person, you know deep down who this person is, their values, their beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, you're not going to, they're not going to say that, you know, they, they are, you know, they believe in something and then like somewhere else you'll see them contradicting right. their beliefs in another right. place. Right. Um, they're willing to work things out no matter how tough it is. Mm-hmm. So you're obviously, every relationship is going to have tough times and you're going to exactly. say things that are not pleasant. But a tr- somebody who is really your friend is going to want to stay in the friendship and work it through it exactly. to get to the other side. Exactly. Um, change. Um, change, they have to be acceptant of change. Because no relationship stays 100% exactly the same. True. So they have to be willing to change to, 
their own lifestyle and to change to your lifestyle and, and realizing that, you know, people are not always going to have the same exact life. So we went, we were talking about the utility and the pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. When, if, you know, if I like the color purple and all of a sudden one day I decide I don't like the color purple anymore, if you are really, really adamant that I like the color purple, <laughs> you know, you have to be, if you're a true friend, you will adjust to the fact that I don't like purple anymore. Mm-hmm. That's not going to affect our friendship. Exactly. Right. Obviously, that was a really minor thing. But you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but I, I, you, yeah, I get what you're a, getting yeah. at. Yeah. Um, so change is just inevitable. On a grander scale, it would be, like, for example, my, my best friend, Jen, right? I've, I've known her since I was a child. Right. And I don't see her as much as I do anymore, but a lot of that is because of lifestyle change. Right. Me and her lifestyle, our friendship is basically the same. We haven't right. changed at all. It's just, like, our lives don't match up together because... Um, she can't spend a lot of time. She has too many. She has kids. Right. She has kids. I don't have kids. She works graveyards, which it's nice, which is the only time that I'm really free. Right. Um, and it's just, she has pets. I, you know, I have a thing, you know, so it's, it's just, yeah. there's too much, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to talk to her. It doesn't mean I'm not going to cut her out of my life. You know, I'm, right. I'm not going to say, oh, you have a child. I want to speak to you anymore. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. No. Uh, you're, adja- you're adapting and you're changing right. to the situation. Right. You when make, you care you about, work. when you care about people, you will adjust. Right. So, um, and compromise right. to be... In that relationship, whether it's a love relationship or family relationship or a friendship relationship. So, yeah, that's totally understandable. I don't like change. No. Nope. I mean, I don't think a lot of people do. I don't. It's really difficult for me because I get stuck in one mode. Mm -hmm. And even though for my sign... And for being an INFJ, it change is supposed to be really easy for me. It's because I'm stubborn. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like it. So I have that block. But once I relax and I move past that, it's all downhill from there. I'm good. <laughs> I don't do well so. with change. But mostly for me, it's. I think it goes back to that reliability thing again right. where I'm just really, really like... I like people to be consistent. So when, right. when things are not consistent, it like it makes me feel like. The, well, that the, the, also is trust. Yeah. If, so. But but it's not like it, I have to remember that it's not directed towards me. Right. And again, that goes back to that whole like, how do you tell if something is a flaw or abuse? Right. Right. Because we're talking about okay, when do I compromise? Is it okay to compromise? Right. And it's that whole thing of like, this is not direct. This negativity isn't directed towards me. This is this person's issue. Right. Right. And you just adjust to it because that's not, has nothing to do with you. It's just a part of this person's process. Right. Now, if this person is like forcing you, that's abuse to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) What? Oh, I mean, it just said I have, you know, I had had, have had friends. Well, I thought they were friends in the past that abused the friendship as in they, because I'm very kind that, you know, they, um, pretty much used me as a welcome mat and walked all over me and just 
took it for granted that I would be there and I would do things and I would do this and I would do that and never really, I don't think, ever looked at me as the fact that I was a human being. I did have feelings and I didn't always appreciate how they treated me mm-hmm. and especially a couple of stunts they pulled it made me realize that they weren't the best of friends but they were all I had at the time mm-hmm. and you know they're just like a pair of holy underwear you know you can <laughs> you can only wear them so many times and you just gotta like let them go and throw them away with the trash. So. And then the very last thing um, about a, a true friend is both parties mm-hmm. have to choose a friendship over and over and over again. And another thing that also came up a lot, too, when I was doing research was that regardless of what kind of relationship you have mm-hmm. all relationships are based on friendship even 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 the ones that are not what well, we don't consider actual true friends because mm-hmm. remember there's those friends that are not really friends right mm-hmm. but all relationships even your relationship with siblings your relationships with family your relationships with coworkers, they're all technically friendships of a certain level marriage for example same thing mm-hmm. obviously people have different types of marriages based on Right. The kind of friendship you have with that person, right? Right. So any kind of relationship that you happen to be in is essentially a friendship. It's just what kind of a friendship? Is it a utility? Is it a pleasure? Or wow. is it an actual true deep friendship? Wow. You know, that really messes with me <laughs> because I don't, I don't... I categorize people kind of based... On that, but like I have my acquaintance, mm-hmm. then I have um, people I've known for years. You know, they're, I, I've known them, they're more than just an acquaintance, but you know, I don't hang out with them all the time, I don't talk to them all the time. Right. And then I have those that I have hung out and done things with, and I have enjoyed their company, and I'd be thrilled to hang out with them every now and then. And then I have my you know, my best friends, and I have, a lot of people go, well, you can only have one best friend, no, bullshit, you can have more than one best friend, because each one of my best friends, there's a reason why they're my best friend, you get to know these people, and each of you have given me value in in a way that I know I could talk to Travis about a certain thing. I could talk to you about a certain thing. I could talk to Sri about Sri about a certain thing. I could talk to Vipka about a certain thing. I could talk to Jack Jack about stuff. And I have my little things, you know, I ha- with you I have all the Asian stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's probably where we I bond the most because I also have that with Travis. Mm-hmm. So and voila, you both are in this state. <laughs> So I, I had the best of both worlds, you know, mm-hmm. and because I, I got two counterparts that I could talk to, hang out with, learn from, you know, we each can learn from each other and I talk to about anything. We, we think the same way. We like the same things. 
and there's there's a calm and really no drama mm-hmm. you know and if there is something that's bothering us we try to talk it out mm-hmm. i don't like to fight with anyone well, yeah. Yeah. so but i can't say that for acquaintances no you know but i think that's the thing too it's like i think the word friendship like for you mhm is means the deeper. Right? Yes. But when Aristotle's talking about exactly. it, he's just saying relate basically there's two types of relationships right, essentially. Right, right. There's friendships that are like more like acquaintances. What is this person doing for me? Right. And then you have true friends who you don't really care. Right. I mean yeah, everyone performs does something for somebody. Right. Because true friends obviously, you know, they're doing something for you, you're doing something for them. So you do have the utility and you're also doing things that are fun. Right. But if any of that stuff changes, right. you still have the friendship right. there. So right. that's the difference. Right. But isn't that profound, though, that he sees it all based on a form of friendship? Right. And the other thing is that you have to have friendships in your life because it basically defines your life. Because you need mentors. Mm. Um Anything to do with society at all has to do with friendship. But, you know, it's, it's hard to find someone that's similar to it's you. It's hard to find, to be honest, it's hard to find true friendships. Yes, it is. It's actually a very, very rare thing. Um, because most friendships are going to be the other kind. Right. Where, I'm not saying they're bad friendships. I mean, you could have really good friendships of utility oh, yeah. and pleasure. Oh, yeah. That are, they're really nice people. They're not right, really right, using right, or anything right, like that. Right, right, But they don't usually last your lifetime. Right. Or for majority of your lifetime, depending upon right. how you met this person. Right. Um, and so it is very rare to meet somebody who will be a friend regardless of the circumstance that you happen to be in. Right. And that you can confide in and you feel like there's a connection. Which leads me into the next topic. Oh, boy. Which has to do with serendipity. <gasps> serendipity. So, oh, wasn't that a Someone beautiful... by the name of Catherine Cook. Um, she's the co-founder of um, Meet Me, which mm-hmm. is like a... It's a website. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically where she's been, she's been doing research to... See if she can, it's kind of like, like, I don't want to say match.com, but I'm trying to like find something that's similar Mm -hmm. where she's interested in finding how people can create friendships. Um, what makes people want to create friendships? Mm. And so one of the things she talks about is this word serendipity Mm -hmm. where there's been a lot of studies where, um, even companies try to get people to bond and they just don't work. Well, you can't force people right. to do it. There has to be a chemistry there. And she was even talking about even these dating sites. One of the reasons why a lot of them don't work, or even if you do meet somebody, you don't really last very long with them, is because, it's again, you're forcing people into relationships. Um, and so she believes that the only way that you can actually have a true friendship is if you have serendipity, which basically means that it's a fortunate accident. So that means that you have to look back, like if you're friends and you look back on the situation, you go, wow, I can't believe that that actually happened. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that and it feels forced, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to work out. And this is any kind of relationship that you have. It's matter of fact, I think I met Sharon at the roller rink, almost got in a fight with each other. <laughs> 
And because someone kind of like started something and we talked and it was like, oh, they're just ass. And we became like the best of friends. Right. And, you know, Shri and I and Vipka and I, we tell each other the way it is. That's the way it was. Because to me, I'm, I'm very, I'm very blunt at times and straightforward and I like people who are like that because that means you're not hiding behind right, anything. Right. You're being honest and open and upfront. I value people who do that because one, it shows you have guts. Mm-hmm. Two, it shows you have integrity. Mm-hmm. Because if you're willing to tell someone how you feel and not know them that well, but you're putting all the cards on the table and saying, you know what, this is how I feel. Eventually you'll get over it. But I'm going to tell you, how I'm feeling right now and what I like and what I don't like what you just did and you calling people out or something like that. A lot of people don't like it, but I like that because mm-hmm. that is raw. Like I said, it takes guts. It shows integrity. That means you care enough about yourself, but you also care enough about the other person mm-hmm. because if you are willing to respect yourself, and you're going out of your way saying, hey, that's a boundary. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm respecting myself. Right, I'm also right. respecting you. I expect the same thing back in return. From and again, out. this goes back to boundaries and yeah. being, uh, being able to talk things through. Because everybody's different, obviously. Not everyone yeah. likes to be talked to the same way. No. Like you, you brought up the you being direct thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and how a lot of people don't like that. So there's nothing wrong with having a certain way about yourself um but you have to be able to talk things through so that um tactfully right so that you know obviously if you're good friends right you know the other person well enough you know how to handle the situation you know some people are very passive aggressive and other people don't handle somebody who's passive aggressive well you know we're not going to say whether that's good or bad you know but if you're close friends you would be able to talk things through. You right. would know that that person doesn't like it when you're passive aggressive. Don't be passive aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> if I get one more person telling me that I'm passive aggressive, but I know I'm not. And I'm like, what is passive aggressive? What what part did I say here? You know what's so funny about that though is there's so many people who are I don't like to use the word aggressive, but I'm just going to use it that are more on the aggressive side. Which is where you're more, it's more like direct, right? right. More of a direct, right? Right. Um, my friend, my coworker friend, Gia, she's also very like blunt and direct. Right. right. But the people say that she's passive aggressive too. And it's like the hey. people that are actually passive aggressive are never being called out for it. But the people who are actually the most direct people are always the ones that are like, you're being <laughs> passive aggressive. No, that's not passive aggressive. I'm sorry. I just told you that you're an asshat. And how is that me and pa- being totally passive? That's totally not passive that, aggressive. I'm telling you what I think. I'm not hiding it, sugarcoating it, or anything like that. Passive aggressive would be like, you know, the person thinks that you're an asshat, uh-huh. but they would be like, well, you know what? And anybody who doesn't open the door is an asshat. And you just, you just, just like maybe five minutes ago didn't open the door. That's passive aggressive. <laughs> you're basically calling them out on behavior that they did and insulting them, but not directly insulting them. Oh, and some Sagittarius <laughs> likes to do that with me. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Um, I don't see passive aggressive here. 
Not in anything I said. Or like when somebody's like, they're clearly agitated. And mm-hmm. they're like, no, it's fine. No, do whatever. Do whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. That's passive aggressive. Because they're clearly like, fuck you, bitch. You do it and you will die. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, 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 now, uh, now maybe that's why one person said that to me one time. I was like, "You're," he, he goes, "You're being passive aggressive." I said, "Where am I being passive aggressive?" I said, "Fine, do whatever you want." That was because I didn't want to talk to him anymore. But if I wanted to say whatever, you know, I will tell you go fuck yourself. Seriously, I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. Or I would say, I don't give a fuck what you do anymore. I, I will tell you that. And I was like, do whatever, you know. Well, it's because I don't care. Right. And I again, don't we're going back to friendship, right. Right? right? Which is like, you know, you can do whatever the hell you want with anybody you want. But when you're t- we're talking about actual friends, like people right. that you have friendships with, this behavior is not... No, Good. it's not. That's a bad. That's a bad way to treat it. But if you want to treat your boss that way, or some stranger on the street, yeah, be you're, passive aggressive. Or, hey, if your boss or waves aggressive, at you, whatever the hell you want to do, and you know he's a fuckwad, <laughs> when he's not looking at you, flipping the bird, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, you know it's a little late. We're tired. So okay. So anyway, back to serendipity. Serendipity. <laughs> we were. Which I love that movie, by the way. So do I. So. Basically, so in order for you to have a deep friendship mm-hmm. or a deep relationship of any sort, mm-hmm. you need to have serendipity, which basically means a fortunate accident. Or it just means that... Fate. Such, yeah, fate or something crazy. Like, you just look back and you go, wow, I can't believe we actually became friends. Or it has to be a situation where you just were there and you were totally not expecting to make any friends. It was right. just a totally random occurrence right. where you just, your the friendship just happened organically, naturally. So, so from psychology today. Okay, go ahead. Just to finish this off here. Well, I had a few questions oh, to well, ask ahead. you. No, no, go ahead and ask the questions. But I wanted to ask you, so did you have friends that were the friends with benefits or the... Yes, of course. Yes. yes. You know, underneath the first umbrella. Mm-hmm. And do you still even talk to any of those people? Not really, no. No? And actually, I I don't really have those kind of friendships much anymore. Mm. Um, and again, I think maybe that goes through maybe just being old, you know, older and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I've talked about this in other podcast episodes right, right, before, right. that I'm just not a person to really have any kind of relationship with anybody unless I feel like it's an actual, like, meaningful relationship. Mm-hmm. Only because I just have so many trust issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't want to put my time and energy into something that isn't going to um, so you- have any, like, any, like, meaningful... Um, I don't know. I don't know how to put that, but... I, I want to know people for long periods of time. I don't want to... You know, I don't consider those people friends. Like, it's kind of the same way you feel about mm-hmm. it. You know, I they're acquaintances, but they're not, um, I, they don't mean anything to me. So basically, you have the second umbrella where your friends are, have value in your life and they got the goods. Yes. So. Yeah, so most everybody that I am friends with, even if it's not, like, necessarily on the same, like, level. Right. As certain other friendships, I will... I'm still friends with them, even if I don't see them all the time. Right. 
Um, and even though circumstances change, mm -hmm. I'm adjusting and changing to that friendship, but I'm still friends with that person. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have friends anymore that are just like, you know, where I feel like it's not going to continue on for Because all time. they are is dust in the wind. No, I'm sorry. I don't know why that came to my mind. <laughs> it's really late. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so with psychology, psychology today. Psychology today, actually, I, I didn't get my research off of psychology today. Really? But they had a couple of questions um, that you can basically ask yourself mm -hmm. about friendship. Okay. Um, something to make you a better friend. So the first one was, if you're trying to improve your friend, basically what these are is like if you're trying to to improve your friendship, right? Mm -hmm. These are things that you can try doing throughout your time, right? So okay. the first one is, and I didn't list all of them, I just listed six. Okay. So uh, the first one I listed was ask a question you've been putting off. So you just automatically just ask something that you're just curious about the other person. Okay, ask. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was just, <laughs> oh, here I thought you were prepared. <laughs> I thought I was going to be your guinea pig. Oh, oh! you want me to actually, you want to be the guinea pig? I don't care. If I can answer it, I'll answer it. How do you feel about this podcast episode right now? <laughs> it's very intriguing. I like it. It's informative. Okay. And it clarifies a few things. Maybe other people can pick up on that. It, it's, it's from a different perspective. So, and I hope with my perspective and with the perspective you've given from uh -huh. Aristotle, people can get a bigger picture of what they're looking at with their friends in their life, what values certain people hold for them, which ones they need to cut away from their life, and mm -hmm. which ones they want to treasure more. So, next. Number two. <laughs> See, but now i got to really think, because you're going to be like, okay, you need to do the next one, too. <laughs> Number two, a memory that makes you smile. A memory that makes you And obviously, smile. it has to do with your friendship, right? So right. this isn't just some random memory. This would be like like the two of you doing something that made you smile. <laughs> Our Super M concert in San Diego, and me standing there looking at Taman's bottom, shaking... Right in front of me, 10 feet from my face. It was amazing. And I'm standing there with a smile on my face, and Jen's looking at me, and she leans into me, and she goes, I can't believe you're not even saying anything. You're so quiet. And I'm, you're so quiet. You're so quiet. I was like, huh? <laughs> I looked at her, and I looked at him, and Taman's starting to walk away, and I'm going, Taman! Taman! <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. If there wasn't this bar in front of us, this this yeah. thingy and the bouncers or the security men, I would have reached out and grabbed his <laughs> booty. And it's a mighty fine booty. <laughs> so yeah, I I we had an excellent adventure. It was yes, wonderful. We yes, we did. That was probably I think I walked around with a smile on my face the whole time we were there. Yeah. Even all, my, me driving us there and driving home because we listened oh, yeah. to a, a good road trip that had 
awesome music. I feel bad for Alex. <laughs> I really feel bad for Alex. I'm sorry, Alex. But no, we have to do something like that again because that was that was very joyful. We can never have concerts again. I know, right? <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> so next, number three is be vulnerable, and reveal something, or talk something through. So that would be the third thing that you can do to improve your friendship. Well, I think we already. Well, yeah, we done did, that. and we don't have to. Like I yeah. said, I wasn't planning on doing these things. Well, no, no, no. I, but no, we but have. Just, we do this, this constantly. Yeah, we do. I mean, we especially we, we do, do this with the boundaries one. We did that. Yeah. Um, I think we're always doing something very close to yeah. that. But again, this is stuff for you. Like if you're yeah. trying to make your your friendships more meaningful, these are things that you want to try doing on a regular basis. Yeah, and you can list stuff too. Yeah. So. And then number four is to be thankful. For things, for certain things, be thankful for the friendship and be th- just be thankful for Great. gratitude. Yeah. yeah, gratitude. Number five is let your friend help you with a project or goal. So if there's something that you are having a hard time um, doing, this and this doesn't mean a joint project. Ah, so obviously your joint projects are different because they're they're both your goal. They're they're the goals of both parties, right? This is basically something that you're struggling with to complete on your own. It's a personal project, but getting the other person involved kind of motivates you and helps you so you have support. So we're both just gonna have to buckle down and learn Korean and Japanese. <laughs> Hey, it'll be amazing if that ever happens. I'd be so confused. Yeah. What, what the hell do we just say? We just said <laughs> half Korean like, okay, and so half This hour we're doing Korean, and the next hour we're doing, doing Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> and then number six, which is the last one I wrote down, is talk about anything new that's going on in your life. So, so to conclude this episode, okay, I have a surprise. What? Because this is a friendship. Okay. Make new friends, but keep the old. I uh, wrote you a poem. You wrote me? I wrote you a poem. Me? Personally. Me? Yeah. Jen? (laughs) Yeah. Really? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow. And I haven't written poems in a long time. (laughs) I used to write poems all the time. Okay. Um, The name of the poem is Alstroemeria. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but it's actually the name of a flower. And I got the inspiration from Jonghyun, because he has a song called Skeleton Flower, which mm-hmm. is basically, the flower's called uh, Diphelia Gray or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and so I got the inspiration from that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, hopefully you like it. My poem, My poetry is not like... It's very po- poetry-ish. It's not, like, mm. really obvious stuff. Okay. So, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Time is a melody, soft, gentle, and steady, silent, heavy, chaotic, and painful. A seed, then a blossom, torn from the soil it endures, withstanding longer than most. Uncommon, a rarity. Upside down leaves, full of vitality, misunderstood. A tiny lily it is not. Capable, colorful, and faithful. A princess lily, of white, of red, orange, and yellow, purple petals. A torrent of showers, vibrant shades. A downpour of darkness, together competing for the sun. 
neglect and regret. A clueless gardener, it is time to nurture. Alstro Maria, you are special to me. I see you. I will not give you away, for you are my gift. Time is a song. I can sing it fervently, passionately, because of you, beautiful flower. Oh, that's so pretty. Um, but the flower actually is the symbol um, of the flower is friendship. Aww. So. What's it look like? Um, actually, it can be all the colors I listed. Mm -hmm. It could be any of those colors. Oh, yeah. So all the stuff that I put in this um, poem are all basically um, things describing like characteristics also of the flower as well. Mm -hmm. um, just like with the Jung Hyun's poem, mm -hmm. um, or song I should say, um, Skeleton flower is another name for um, that other the Diphelia gray. Mm -hmm. So a princess lily is actually the other name of the flower. Aww. Yeah. That's so pretty. You made me cry. I'm sorry. Damn it. I'm sorry. And you know how much I love Jungi. I know. Aww. So, but anyway, I was just inspired by that. Now take it and make it into a song and, and play it for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, I just I don't wanted want it, much. I just wanted it to be a surprise. Oh, that was very much a surprise. Yay! Thank you. Um, and then your other surprise. And my other surprise is I'm giving you this. Mm, giving me what? <gasps> What'd you break? I don't know. I think it was just the chair making noise. Oh. Um, is this? Um, this is. I know I've given you uh, Oracle decks before, but uh -huh. this is a different thing. Okay. So this is. Um, a new deck, um, but I have the other half. Oh, so it's kind of like you can look at it as like a friendship thing. Oh, cool. So I, it's brand new. Mine hasn't actually come yet. Oh, so poop. but it's I have basically the tarot of mystical moments. Uh -huh. So I'm giving you the oracle of mystical moments. Oh my god! Why thank you? So oh, they're, wow, they're that's supposed pretty. to go together. Oh. So pretty. Cool mystical moments. I like the front. She's very, very pretty with her flowers around her. It looks like what might be magnolias, but she's in lilac and purple and a purple hat. Really pretty. So now we have to play with these later. Might have to wait until yours comes. I mean, well, just whatever. I mean, we can, you can get them now and then oh, I know. bring them I, with I, you again. But yeah, because I brought a bunch of decks with me because I didn't know if we, we'd we get... <laughs> but I, I don't know why I brought the decks I did. It was just something... That, yeah. They were like sporadic around my office in my room. And I was like, oh yeah, I better take that one. And then this was yelling at me. I said, okay, I'm taking you. I threw one in my suitcase and I put the others in my... Uh, another one in my backpack, in my office bag, and so now I got this. <laughs> so yes, it just wants me to work. That's all. So wow, it's really cool. They are almost like um, I want to say like in the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, vibe to them. Yeah, they definitely have an older, yeah. kind of vibe. That's really cool. Oh my god, 
Well, thank you. You are welcome. Oh my god! I got prezzies! And it's not even my birthday! <laughs> That's really cool. Thank you. Yay! You hear that? That's what we got. So, I'd probably break it out and use it in one of the episodes. So, yeah, I'm gonna sit it over here. Sit this. So, is there anything else we want to add? Should we wrap this up? I think we should wrap it up. Okay. So, until the next time, which will probably be... I don't know. We're probably going to spread these out. We still have a few more to put out. Um, till the next time, yeah. Just stay safe. Stay blessed. Um, you know, work hard or hardly work, however you want to do it. Just take care of yourselves. Take, take time for yourself. Enjoy some moments alone. You know, keep your energy up. Stay healthy, please. You know, don't work so hard. Don't stress. Don't fret, my pet. It's an old <laughs> saying. But anyway, yeah, it's late. I'm hungry again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's we're, we're tired. So, mm -hmm. but I wish all of you very safe and happy times until the next time. I bid you adieu. Good night. Farewell. Avias and goodbye. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> and if you would like to contact us, you may do so at our email, eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram account is Eclectic Soul Podcast. Our Facebook is eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube is Eclectic Soul. And our website is eclecticsoul.org. Jen? If you want to reach me, my personal website is musicandmystery.com. My SoundCloud is the SoundCloud page, the soundcloud.com slash jennifer-feltman. My Facebook is at musicandmystery. And my Instagram is at music and mystery. And if you would like to reach me personally, my Facebook is at just call me Jin Jin. My Instagram is at call me Jin Jin or look for goddess. And my Twitter is at Jen Sullivan. Thank you and have a blessed day. Blessed be.